This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, December 8th, 2022. I'm Caleb Brown. It's easy to look at crazy housing restrictions in a state like New York or California and say that it's a product of bad policy. But what about a growing state like North Carolina? Michael Tanner's new paper on housing in North Carolina reveals that many of the bad policies we associate with high housing costs are just as present and will soon pose many of the same problems as elsewhere. You spent a lot of time studying California and a lot of the problems that uh, exist in California. Uh, why was the next state that you looked at North Carolina? Well, we are undertaking this as a joint project with the John Locke Foundation. But North Carolina seems to be heading down much the same route as California when it comes to housing. This is a state that has seen significant growth. Uh, it has good climate. It has a tolerable tax and regulatory policies. It's attracting new business. Retirees are flocking there. So you're seeing a population growth, but they're not building the housing to keep up with it. In many ways, it resembles California of a couple decades ago. They were seeing people flock to the West Coast, uh, but they made it difficult to build the housing necessary to support those people. You get simple law of supply and demand driving up prices, and housing is becoming increasingly unaffordable in, California, in uh, North Carolina. North Carolina and California have pretty dramatically different uh, tax bases. Like they tax different things? But both have a regulatory environment that makes it very difficult to build new housing. In fact, many of the rules that I encountered in California, I'm also encountering in North Carolina. That is limits on whether or not you can build multifamily housing. Even duplexes in most of the state are difficult to build. Uh, rules on minimum lot sizes, in terms of parking requirements, in terms of setbacks from the road, height requirements. Uh, just about anything that can be done to prevent people from uh, building multifamily housing in a neighborhood is being done. All right. So, you know, just like in California, just like in many other states, the regulations that surround housing are, for the most part, local. Is there anything about North Carolina that uh, is better in terms of the policy environment than other states? Well, the North Carolina is what's often called a Dillon Rule state. That means that the local authority largely flows from the state government, gives the state government power to intervene in local affairs that they don't have in sort of home rule, what's called home rule states. Uh, it's not unlimited, but it does give the state government, the state legislature, the power to preempt local governments if they get too draconian in their regulatory environments. And uh, we're kind of hoping that this year or next year when the legislature meets, they may up to take up some legislation that will help reduce the zoning laws, the exclusionary zoning that's been so long part of North Carolina's history. So uh, for a state like North Carolina, significant economic growth, significant uh, business investment being made in the state, positive tax environment, uh, positive relatively uh, regulatory environment. Um, do people in North Carolina feel the same pressure that people in, for example, California feel where you have this dramatic uh, increase over years in housing prices and people uh, who are cut out of that could find themselves effectively homeless by being unable to replace the housing that they had been consuming. Well, they're not seeing it yet, but the first signs are beginning to show. Already, businesses are talking about whether or not they want to relocate to North Carolina because their employees might not be able to find affordable housing. 
We're finding that native North Carolinians are being forced out of the downtown core in many of the bigger cities like Charlotte or Raleigh or Durham because the housing prices have risen too much and are being forced further away. Commuting times are getting to be longer and longer as people are being forced out into the suburbs and even into the more rural areas in order to find housing. So all of the things that ultimately have led to disaster in California are beginning to trickle into the North Carolina environment. And and presumably we're seeing that similar uh, outcomes in other states. Well, that's right. Florida, for example, is uh, ahead of North Carolina, somewhere between there and California. But we're finding that uh, Florida has really become uh, problematic uh, to the point where we've actually seen some intervention in some of the localities like Tallahassee. Uh, part of the problem there is that Governor DeSantis uh, has bought into the war on the suburbs rhetoric and has generally opposed any changes in exclusionary zoning in his state. So for North Carolina, uh, let's break this down a little bit. What should local governments do to start? Well, there's some things they can do that are kind of low-hanging fruit. Uh, the use of accessory dwelling units is something that should be statewide. There shouldn't be any restrictions on those whatsoever. They can certainly make duplexes uh, on a single lot possible. Uh, whether they go larger than that to triplexes or quads or things of that nature, I mean, I certainly would favor that. But let's start with something you know that's fairly easy to do. Parking requirements certainly should be limited. There's no reason why you should have to have a minimum number of parking spaces for every new place you build, uh, especially if you're near transit or anything uh, or in those type of areas. So there's certainly some things they can do to undertake on the on the immediate uh, kind of low-hanging fruit level. Uh, they also can move to a by-right or ministerial approval process so that if somebody meets all the requirements, they don't have to get dragged in front of the planning board where the NIMBY forces, the not-in-my-backyard forces, can all show up and uh, pressure the authorities to delay this or, or make more requirements uh, that are simply going to make it more costly. So um, that's the local government uh, making it easier to build, uh, as you said, accessory dwelling units and other uh, new housing in the same physical space. But what about the state? What's If there is a proper role for state government to act, what is it? Well, the state government should actually force the local governments to, to undertake at least the, uh, the low-hanging fruit of these things. Uh, as I say, it's a Dillon Rule state. They have the authority to, to do this. And I know we, you know, generally, as someone who's in favor of less government, we favor subsidiarity. We believe that local government should uh, be, by being closer to the people, uh, is a, generally a preference for where things should take place. But we should remember that's, that's a means, not an end. And ultimately, the, the end here is both lower housing costs and property rights. And if local governments are preempting property rights and driving up housing costs, then the state has every right and uh, reason to intervene. I believe North Carolina is among states that is on track over time to effectively eliminate the state income tax, um, the personal income tax. And that might be a great thing for businesses, maybe a great thing for attracting uh, a workforce. But if housing costs are higher than they, than they could be, uh, that would seem to be uh, a net, net negative for trying to attract those kind of kinds of people. There are certainly arguments in favor of relying on property taxes rather than income taxes uh, in financing a lot of government, particularly local government. That said, we should recognize that property taxes fall particularly hard on rental units, 
And with so many North Carolinians unable to afford to buy a house, many of them are relying on already uh, overpriced rental units. And that's, uh, that's going to be a problem if the property taxes get driven up higher. Mike Tanner is author of the new Cato paper on housing in North Carolina. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast on your podcast platform of choice. And follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.